What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. In today's episode, I will be talking about my personal experience with food and weight, weight gain, weight loss, particularly in college and from my college experience to where I am at now. Just putting this disclaimer in, if this topic is triggering for you in any way, if food, talking about weight, any of that is triggering for you, please just skip this episode. I have other episodes on other topics that you can check out. I also want to say that I am not a nutritionist. I am not an expert in food or health in any way. I am just sharing what has worked for me and my personal experience, what has worked and hasn't worked. Always check with your doctor, your personal physician, and do what is best for you and for your body. So let's just jump right in. The first thing I want to say is that I have always had like somewhat fluctuating weight. Since I was a kid, I've never really been the same size or just one size. I was definitely like on the heavier side, some of elementary school and a little bit in middle school. I do remember being like a little self-conscious as a kid. People would make comments on my weight like sometimes here and there, but overall, I've been always been a pretty confident person. And I've never struggled too much with self-esteem. When I was in high school, I lost some of what my family, my family at the time would say I had baby weight or baby fat, like the brand baby fat. But I did lose my quote unquote baby weight or baby fat in high school, like without trying. My schedule was just crazy. And obviously your body goes through changes during those years, like 13, 14, 15, um, your body starts to change anyway. And also during like high school, I was more active. I was involved in different clubs and I was just busier and moving more and on my feet more. And like I said, just growing from, you know, hitting that uh, puberty stage anyway. Um, I did end up graduating high school early. I went to a very like college prep heavy high school and I got most of my high school credits in ninth and 10th grade. And they pretty much wanted us to stay in 11th and 12th grade to take IB classes, which are college classes. And I just went to my advisor and I was like, can I just go to college to take um, college classes instead of staying here to take college classes? So that's what I did. I left high school early and I started college early. I went to Morgan State University, which is an HBCU. Shout out to you if you are an HBCU student or alum. I loved going to Morgan State. Um, Y'all know black people are like known for knowing how to cook and my college's cafeteria food. At least when I was there, I can't speak for like the food, what the food was like before or after I was there. But when I was there, we had really good like HBCU black college quality food, of course. Like we had like fried chicken and just soul food in general. And there was obviously other like college staples like pizza, fries. Honestly, my school had some of the best pizza I had ever had. Like cheese pizza is just my favorite food anyway. Um, I also love crab cakes. I could live off of just those two things alone. If I could, I would just live off of like cheese pizza and crab cakes. Um, but I was having pizza and fries almost every single day in college. <laughs> like we also had an Auntie Annie's pretzel place on campus and I was actually dating dating a guy who worked there at the time 
And so he always gave me like free pretzels and drinks and just like all the stuff that Auntie Annie's has, I got for free. So the weight gain was definitely real, y'all. Um, but I was just enjoying college. I wasn't really paying too much attention to my health. And a lot of people don't. Like when you're in college, that's just one of the stereotypes of being in college. It's just like a free fall. You do what you want. You drink, you party, you eat, you do all the things. So in addition to having good cafeteria food, they also put a Chick-fil-A on campus and there was also a McDonald's super close. So when I first started college, like I said, I wasn't really paying attention to what I was eating. I was just enjoying everything. Um, and I did have a PE class. It was like a physical education class was required for like any degree. So I took swimming. You could pretty much take whatever class you want. They had everything. Like you could take a walking class if you wanted. You just needed the credit. <laughs> like, um, but obviously like walking filled up the fastest because it was the easiest class. So I took swimming and I was on the swim team very briefly in high school. But like I said, I ended up graduating early. Um, and so when I had the swimming class, I think it was the second semester of my freshman year, I did start paying like a little more attention to exercise and when I was, um, like I said, taking the swimming class, but I was still eating whatever I wanted. But I did gain most of my quote unquote college weight or freshman 15, whatever you want to call it. I gained it later in college. Not so much my freshman year. Again, like my freshman year, I was just pretty much doing whatever I wanted, but I wasn't really paying attention much to food. My junior year, I had a night class. I actually had two night classes and that's when I was struggling the most. I had a three-hour class on when I think yeah it was on Wednesdays from four to seven and that was really hard just trying to have like an attention span in one class that's three hours long even though it was only once a week it was still really long and the class itself was very hard and then I had a French class on Mondays and Wednesdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Those classes were only offered during those times I'm definitely someone I like to get my classes out of the way as early as possible um, I would like never willingly sign up for a night class, but I didn't have a choice at the time. Um, it was the only time that those were offered. So because I was in class until like seven or eight o'clock at night, I would either eat a lot during the day or right before the night class. So I would not be hungry since the classes were at dinner time, or I would eat more than I needed to eat late at night after the class was over. And it wasn't just having night classes, like it was a combination of just everything that comes with being in college for most people. I was pulling all-nighters. I definitely did some cramming. If you were in college, please do your best to not procrastinate. Um, but I did pull, definitely pulled some all-nighters. I would order pizza, McDonald's at like one o'clock in the morning if I was staying up like all night to finish like schoolwork. So it was just stuff like that, and I was also just stress eating in general. I got to a point where I was just overwhelmed, and just over college in general, I wanted to drop out. I'm really glad that I did not, but it was definitely a lot, especially towards the end. I kept finding out that there were classes I needed that I didn't have, or classes that I had already taken that I did not need, and I majored in English, and while I was there, at the time the department was changing and updating the catalog while I, while students were trying to complete the degree at the same time and so the requirements were changing 
while we were still there. So it wasn't just me going like through this. It was everyone who was an English major. Um, but the whole department was just changing and updating. So it was a lot trying to complete the degree. There was a lot of confusion going on. I didn't really have much control over it, like anything. My advisor just kept telling me like bad news. <laughs> it felt like every week, literally two weeks before graduation, my advisor told me there was a computer class that I needed that I did not have. And the only way that I would be able to graduate was by testing, graduate on time, was by testing out of that class. So I had to study like a semester's worth of material for a class that I knew nothing about. I had a few days to try and study it. Thank God I passed the test out test and was able to graduate on time. But I was definitely stressed out towards the end, for sure. So my like like college weight, freshman 15, definitely came later um, towards the end. Um, my junior and senior year, I was definitely more stressed than anything else like I know that that's what the weight gain was from but like I said I was also just eating like trash as well um so once I graduated I had more time to focus and prioritize my health and being vegan was like the popular trend or craze at the time um I graduated in 2019 so it was like it's been pretty popular for the past like few years now so at the time, it was like definitely like all the rage, and I challenged myself to uh, eating plant-based the entire summer after I graduated, which I did. And not eating meat wasn't really hard for me at all. I did have braces in the past, and so when I had braces, I stopped eating meat for the most part anyway, just because it was so annoying to get out of my teeth. And so not eating meat was not hard. It was hard for me <laughs> to give up cheese and seafood. Cheese pizza, like I told y'all before, is my favorite food in the world. I'm also a Maryland girl. I was raised on crab cakes, okay? I put Old Bay on everything, so I missed having seafood for sure. Um, but those were the only things that I really missed. What I liked about being plant-based for a few months was that I felt like I really learned how to eat. And when I say that, I mean that I learned the difference between nutrition and food with no nutritional value. Most unhealthy things are unhealthy because they have little to no nutritional value. So I started paying more attention just to the health benefits of food instead of eating just to eat. I learned about reading nutrition labels, how much unnecessary crap is in so many of our products. So I just stopped buying things with like paragraphs of weird stuff that I can't pronounce like dyes and chemicals and a bunch of junk. Um, I started eating whole foods, a lot of fruits and vegetables, obviously, because those are the <laughs> easiest and some of your only options if you're going vegan, like, um, and I did not eat anything like plant-based meat or the vegan cheese. I did try them. They just weren't for me. I don't I, I don't like the taste. I'm sorry. Um, I would honestly rather have like a good high quality grass-fed real meat than like the plant-based alternatives. And I know my hardcore vegans out there, y'all gonna yell at me for saying that and I'm sorry. But that's just what I prefer personally. So I did the vegan thing for a few months, and like I said, it really taught me nutritional value more than anything else. I did lose some weight, not a lot. Um, like I said, I was just mainly focused on learning like what to eat, like how to eat in particular. I really learned why healthy foods, like we all know, fruits and vegetables are called healthy. 
and why unhealthy foods like highly processed food with too much sugar they're unhealthy because there's little to no nutritional value um i definitely felt a lot better like i said i did lose a few pounds during those couple months but i felt significantly better um obviously i have more energy all that stuff when you're you know upping your fruit veggies all that stuff then it works for your body for the most part um so i did the plant-based thing for a couple months and then the pandemic hit which was like a complete plot twist for all of us um i graduated in june of 2019 ate, ate mainly vegan until the end of that year and then i started having like more meat and seafood dairy again Mainly because, like I said, I missed crab and shrimp and pizza. Like, just being 100% honest. (laughs) Like, um, it's not hard to... And it's definitely hard to do, like, no meat, no dairy around the holidays. Just being with family and stuff. So, I wasn't super strict once it got towards the end of that year. But, again, I felt like I said, um, after months of focusing on whole, healthy, plant-based food, I did feel like I understood like food more and what was good and not good for my personal body. So after feeling healthier, making better choices with my food and being plant-based, I started learning more about intermittent fasting. Now fasting was not new to me. I had done water fast in the past, but it was mainly for my faith. I am Christian and sometimes my church would have like all day fast or all night fast where we would just focus on prayer and connecting with God. Fasting is a biblical principle. I've always been taught that, you know, like most religions in general have some type of fasting practice. So I had done water fasts in the past, especially during the season of Lent when Christians are like called to sacrifice or give up, give something up. Um, Those of you who follow Christianity or you know anything about the Bible, like Jesus did the 40 days and 40 nights fast. I have not done that long yet, (laughs) Um, but I definitely have done a few days just on water. And when done correctly, I do believe that fasting is one of the best ways to connect with God. And to just to completely reset your mind and body in general, I believe that's why most spiritual practices and religions like emphasize fasting. So I recommend doing your research, talking to your doctor. I'm not telling anyone not to eat. I am just sharing my experience. Um, So I was familiar with spiritual fasting. And then, like I said, during the pandemic, I was working from home. I started intermittent fasting. I did not start intermittent fasting right away. You know, like during the first few weeks, I was ordering in quite often because no one knew what was going on. No one knew how long the whole thing would last and we had to support our local businesses. That was like the main excuse slash reason why, you know, most of us were justifying, you know, eating out or ordering in. So at first I definitely was eating more often um, just because I was home. And then after a few weeks, you know, we realized that the shutdown was going to last a lot longer than we thought. I was kind of like, wait a minute. I'm home like every single day. I'm not moving as much. I'm not being as active. I'm not burning many calories. So it doesn't really make sense for me to be eating a lot more when I'm moving a lot less, you know? So I started intermittent fasting. I remember watching Good Morning America at the time and like right down a couple weeks like after the shutdown happened. And I'm not someone who watches the news that often. But obviously it was during a time where I wanted to have like a general sense of what was going on because everything was so crazy. But anyway, I was watching Good Morning America and they had Dr. Jason Fung on. And for those of you who have never heard 
of Dr. Jason Fung. He is an incredible doctor who has a more holistic approach um, than being like super medical. He's into doing things more naturally. He is a lot different from traditional doctors, especially here in, in America. And he does have a few books out. And on that particular episode, he was talking about his new book at the, t- at the time called Life in the Fasting Lane. It is a great read. I highly recommend if you have not read it, especially if you're into nutrition or you're trying to do things more holistically or naturally. He is a medical professional who has done tons of research on the benefits of fasting. Again, do your research, consult with your physician, do what's best for you and for your body. I'm just sharing my experience and what I learned from him. After hearing Dr. Fung talk, I was super inspired to start fasting. So I started intermittent fasting. The most common is the 16-8 split when you eat in an 8-hour time window and you fast for 16 hours. I chose to eat between 8 and 12 at that time. Again, this was during the shutdown. I was working from home. At the time, I was not going out. There were like no dinners or parties or anything to go to, so it was easy for me to stop eating around 6, which I know seems early for a lot of people, but it worked for me. Um, I'm also single with no kids, and I know that intermittent fasting and trying to figure out food just in general can be harder if you have a whole family. So again, I'm just sharing what worked for me. But like some of my go-to foods that kept me full while I was intermittent fasting during the shutdown and still today um, are still like my go-to foods, eggs, peanut butter on whole wheat toast, oatmeal, apples, popcorn. It is my favorite snack in the world. I could eat popcorn all day green beans, bananas. I kept it pretty simple during that time, especially because, like I said, I was so sedentary most of the day working for my computer, so I didn't really want to overdo it because I wasn't being as active um, just from being out and about and doing all of the things that, you know, we normally do when we're not stuck in the house. (laughs) Um, During that time, I also ordered a gallon water bottle from Amazon. Um, I had that every single day. I walked on the treadmill uh, with five pound ankle weights every day. I uh, tried to really just take advantage of that time being home, not having to go out to eat, not having to go out drinking at parties. There were no events or anything to go to. I definitely, like most of us, I missed going out, but I did try to use that time to really just better my body, like reset my body, focus more on my health. I lost about 30 pounds from March 2020 when the shutdown happened. Like I said, first few weeks I was ordering in, then I just kind of like got a hold of myself. And I was like, wait a minute, we don't need to be eating this much. And you know, we're not moving at all. So, um, so I lost 30 pounds from, um, like late March until about the end of July, 2020. And I don't want to give like specific numbers cause I don't want anyone like comparing themselves or feeling like you have to be a certain number. A lot of people get triggered by the numbers on the scale, and I definitely do not want to send anyone down that rabbit hole. Again, talk to your doctor, professional nutritionist, do what is best for you and for your body. When things started opening back up, obviously I started going out again. I had learned how to eat in a way that worked for me and for my body. So fast forward to today, I still intermittent fast, and it varies depending on if I'm traveling or socializing during the holidays, but all of that. Um, But I definitely do feel my best when I don't eat like super heavy at night, especially. I try to invest in higher quality food, so I try to buy organic, 
Um, and just foods with better, cleaner, safer ingredients in general. Especially when buying meat, I love grass-fed ground beef, good quality chicken, salmon, eggs, um, bread. I like Dave's bread, Ezekiel bread, Nature's Own, um, whole wheat. I also use Justin's peanut butter. I definitely encourage you to read labels. Do your best to know what's in your food. Like I said before, if it sounds like a bunch of dyes, chemicals, just unnecessary junk, either just pass on it or at least don't have it all, all of the time. I also love oatmeal. Fiber and protein have definitely made me feel my best. I don't go out to eat too often, but when I do, I am not super strict if I know I'm going out to eat or ordering in. I will eat lighter before or after I go out or order in or else I will fast until I go out if I'm having like a heavier meal. I also save alcohol for when I go out just because of the sugar and I don't like drinking my calories. Um, tequila is my favorite drink. I am not a wine girly. I would probably drink like at home more if I actually liked wine more, but um, I don't. I love a margarita when I go out. I love tequila and pineapple, vodka and cranberry, or just vodka on the rocks, or just a shot of tequila straight with lime. So that is pretty much what I am currently doing. I try to stick to water, tea, and black coffee on a regular basis. Soda makes my skin break out, so I just don't drink it. Um, I will have a highlight on my Instagram of my go-to groceries if you want exact exact brands and more details. Um, and I will definitely do more episodes on healthy habits and working out and just taking a more natural, holistic approach just to life in general. I try to keep things pretty simple. I find that sticking to the basics, you know, fruits, vegetables, whole foods, protein, fiber, clean ingredients just works best for me. It's not hard to do. Um, and I definitely save the less nutritional, more processed foods with like a lot of sugar and oils and stuff. I just try to have that in moderation. Definitely not every single day. Um, I do love how fasting and intermittent fasting makes me feel. Of course, it's not always fun, but in my opinion, um, fasting isn't about not eating it's about giving your body a break and time to digest and eliminate and break down everything that's already there i think a lot of times we just overdo it in so many areas and food is a big one in particular and i just like giving my body a break so that is pretty much it for this episode again i highly recommend checking out dr jason fung he and his book life in the fasting lane he also has other books Another one is called The Obesity Code. If you have any questions or any topics you want me to cover, leave a comment on my posts or DM me. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me at DFTL Podcast on Instagram as well. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. It helps me keep on making more of these for you guys. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye.